1: There's so much more to being an awesome ABA instructor than what can be written on the job description. So what are the qualities that will help you go from good to great? So when my kids were young, I remember being desperate to find babysitters, and so I was just happy if somebody would sit and keep my kids safe. And we had the babysitters who would come and, you know, spend the whole time on their phone and not really engage with my kids, but you know what? It was okay. They were safe. And then I would get the babysitters once in a while who would come and like really wanted to hang out with my kids and they would, you know, bring a cool game or play with them. And my kids still remember those babysitters and they still have relationships with those people. And it just goes to show you that it really makes a difference between doing, you know, the bare minimum of a job that you're hired to do versus going that extra mile and really investing in the relationship.
0: So just like babysitters, what makes an awesome ABA professional? I think the first thing would be forming relationships. Like you said, Shira, you know, it's about, you know, dropping your phone, not dropping, but putting your phone away, and really engaging with the person you're supposed to be with, right? You know, we learn best from those we like. So, you know, getting to know the families, getting to know the kids, getting to know what motivates those kids, those students, and really being not necessarily a friend, but a really fun person uh, to be around and establishing that relationship.
1: And make an effort into that relationship, get to know the families, um, get to know who's involved in that child's life and be connected with them, you know, have show that you are supportive to them. And that goes along with showing a little bit of empathy, being compassionate, you can still be compassionate and be professional, and having the attitude of, you know, why are they struggling right now? They're not giving me a hard time, they might be having a hard time. And how can I help them? that my job is not here to just check off boxes and show that I've done the programs, I did my job. But what can I do to make this child more successful? And if he's not being successful right now, why is that? And how can
0: I help? I used to have parents who would sit in on ABA sessions. And at first I used to think it was so intimidating because they were watching me. And then once I got over that, I realized the parents were there because they wanted to learn and they would watch me and I would give them tips and that type of thing. And it was really awesome most of the time. And then I had a few of those families who would never sit in and they never wanted to learn about the program or they would sit in, but they still wouldn't do it after, you know, afterwards. And I used to get so frustrated with them as well until I took that empathetic lens or that compassionate lens and went, oh, wait a second. You know, they have a lot on their plate and, um, you know, they have every good intention, but they just can't follow through because of everything else that's going on in their life. So really making sure that you do come at it with that compassionate lens, like Shira said.
1: And as an ABA therapist, you want to show that you're motivated to learn. That you're never going to stop growing. That even though a session might be hard, maybe I have to learn something from it. Maybe I need to develop my own coping strategies. So sometimes um, you might need to go home and talk to a friend of yours, or go for a meditation class, or work out, or do something in a way that you can develop those coping strategies. Because it's going to be hard, and there will always be things that you don't know. So you have to know how to ask the right questions and how to really be open to learn and grow, both as a professional and as a person.
0: Some of the um, greatest instructors that I've worked with have, you know, gone and, you know, maybe had a really tough day and then come back to me a day later or a week later and said, hey, Shana, you know what, I've been googling some of this stuff. I've been googling, you know, why this child might be engaging this behavior. And I've got some ideas. And I just think that is so amazing. And you know, not all of us, you know, are that heavily invested. And it just maybe we all are heavily invested, but that just going that extra mile and trying to come up with some solutions really does show commitment. And it shows that motivation to stay engaged and to, you know, give it your all. And it's
1: going to help you as a therapist understand why we're doing what we're doing. Sometimes it's hard to understand why we're saying, you know, provide reinforcement at this time, or redirect here, or, you know, all of these things, you might not have the full picture. And if you go and look into why that might be, I think you would understand and have more motivation to, to know why those things are there.
0: Another reason would be collab, or another you know, way to be an awesome instructor is through collaborating and teamwork, right? So oftentimes we think that we're operating by ourselves because we're working one-to-one with a client, but recognizing that you do have a whole team in place or you should have a whole team in place and making sure that you reach out to that team and making sure that you're all collaborating as coworkers, as you know, the therapist to the parent, as the you know, therapist to the BCBA, making sure that we're all collaborating, incorporating everybody's opinions and asking those questions and taking people's ideas and perspectives.
1: And in your role, you'll often have the opportunity to accept and both deliver feedback. So you'll be communicating and giving feedback to coworkers, parents, stakeholders, BCBA supervisors, and they'll be giving feedback to you. You want to be as open as possible to receiving that feedback because it really is a learning opportunity, trying not to get defensive or trying to not take responsibility But understand that you can learn from this and then getting comfortable with also delivering that feedback in a way that's compassionate, communicating with parents in a way that shows that you're compassionate and then also implementing that feedback. So if somebody does give you something that you can improve on, um, figuring out how you can make it better and maybe ask for clarification if needed.
0: If people are giving you feedback, you know, it's not a negative thing. They're giving you feedback because they want, you know, you to do better. You know, they know and they believe in you. And, you know, just some little tips can help. Likewise, when you're giving feedback to other people, it's not about bringing someone down. It's about building them up. And that's the way feedback should be, right? And sometimes as BCBAs,
1: we are trained to see, you know, the full picture, we're trained to like understand where the client is going, monitor progress. But as an ABA therapist, you might get to be the one who sees details, and you're there day in and day out. And you could really be the one who has the opportunity to notice the trends, to look at the data, because you're graphing it every day, and maybe the BCBA isn't there yet. And so it's really important for you to be attentive to those details to grab it properly, be accurate in your data collection. And then notice when those things are off, listen, that this client wasn't learning for the last three days, something's off, maybe I should contact my supervisor, or maybe I should see if he's sleeping properly, or something's not right here. So it is a wonderful opportunity for you to notice those details, and then make changes
0: whoever's working directly with a student knows way more about that student than, you know, a BCBA who's coming in once every so often. So, you know, you're as a frontline person, you're the one who's going to know that student. So being, you know, being able to communicate that with other people and, you know, being able to, you know, come up with some ideas, you know, based on the data, based on what you're seeing every single day, um, that's amazing. And that is really, truly appreciated as well. And as supervisors, there's often only so much that we can anticipate, we
1: don't know every possible thing that's going to happen. So we rely on our ABA therapists to have good intuition, to be adaptable, to think quickly, to understand their child and the client that they're working with, and then be able to adjust as needed. They can always ask feedback after, did I do the right thing? What could I have done differently? Um, But having that good intuition and knowing when to adjust, and when to kind of stay the course, when to be flexible, when to follow through, um, we're always here to support, but we can't anticipate every situation. And then the most important thing is always to just remain calm. You will have to think on your feet very often. You'll have to make decisions in the moment. So try to do it as calmly as possible. It doesn't mean that everything is going to always be the right decision, but if you can do it calmly, we can always debrief it after.
0: And that debrief is huge too, right? Being when you're able to think on your feet, remain calm under pressure, you know, sometimes you don't always do the right thing and that's okay. But being able to, you know, analyze that And put it in your bag of tricks for next time and go, oh, yeah, well, in the situation before I did this, so I'm going to try a different way this time. And really learning from, you know, every experience you have is so amazing.
1: And last, but certainly not least, is you need to be fun, be fun and creative, they're going to feed off of your energy, and they're going to want to learn from you if you're fun. And not only that, they're going to learn better from, you know, learning situations that involve their interests. So instead of just being dry and teaching them the same old labels, or the same old questions, make it fun, incorporate something that they're interested in, be creative, the same applies for behavior management. It's not just about implementing, you know, Know exactly what it says on the behavior protocol, which you should do. Um, But bring your creativity to it. You know, if they're really interested in something, make it silly, make it fun. Um, And that you'll get a lot more buy in from the client. And you'll find that back to relationship building, you'll be in a much better place to teach them.
0: I walked into a client's APA program and they were supposed to be teaching patterning and just simple, some basic, simple math stuff. And instead, they were playing glow in the dark bowling. I went, what is this? Stop having fun in an ABA program. No, I'm joking. But the glow-in-the-dark bowling, the instructor actually got the student to set up the little lights. They were all different colors, but she made, you know, the client set up the lights in a pattern, which was really super cool. And then they were bowling and they had to knock down a certain number of pins. They had to count the pins that they were knocking down and then they had to add the pins together based on what they knocked down. And then they knocked down an additional two and what that all meant and everything else. And it was so great. The client learned those, those you know, basic math skills so much quicker because that instructor was really creative.
1: And it's really hard to be fun and engaging for a really long period of time. So I get it. If you need a break, take a break. But try to do something that you find fun also, because then you'll be able to do it for longer. In an ABA session, every minute counts. So try to avoid you know, a lot of downtime. You really shouldn't be on your phone too much, because you really want to be engaging the student as much as possible. Make it fun. And if you're having fun, they're going to have fun.
0: So in summary, we covered how to be an awesome ABA instructor in a variety of ways. Thanks for joining today's conversation. Wherever you get your podcast, please go and subscribe, rate and review so others can find out about us too. For more from How to ABA, including
1: free resources and ABA materials, visit our blog at howtoaba.com and make sure that you're following us on social media for more practical tips and
0: updates.